Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, 5th December, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Luke 18, verse 1, which says, And he, that's Jesus, spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint or lose heart. And friends, then it was Tuesday. Another Monday has gone flying into the annals of history, a day which most of us will forget as the excitement of the Christmas season overtakes us. But a strange and confusing thought just entered my head. Most of our world is in sad and disastrous conflict, but nonetheless, we are still able to celebrate Christmas with gifts, food, joy, and all the other things that are associated with the season. And it doesn't seem to matter either that a large portion of our world is finding it difficulty, sorry, is finding it difficult to find shelter and food. In fact, many are homeless and starving. But yet still, we amplify our needs and create more waste than ever during this period. And I can't help but wonder if this is the way to celebrate Christ's birth with excessive celebrations, when so many have nowhere to rest their weary heads and can't put a nourishing bite of food in their mouths. Under those situations, I ask, would this be the way that Jesus wants us to celebrate his incarnate birth? Remember, he came to serve, to serve the poor, the sick, and the downtrodden, and to save the lost, where he says, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And you can find that in Luke 19.10. In light of all that, how would he feel if he came to it now and saw the many unfortunates that so dreadfully blot or darken our world, even in the supposed first world economies? But we who have more than enough are celebrating his birth like crazy. Truly, I don't know. And please note, I'm not casting aspersions or being judgmental or anything of the sort. I'm just throwing out a question that happened to fill my thoughts, yes. And then again, would Jesus be thrilled with all the worldly things we do to celebrate his birth? The weights become a secular time instead of a religious occasion? Possibly not. Now, my people, all I'm saying here is that with so much sadness and misery in our world, Many of us are still going over the top in celebrations when we should be paying more attention to the poor, downtrodden, and sick the way that Jesus desires us to do. Oh yes, at this time of year, we make a fuss, a token action to salve our consciences by trying to get gifts and food for some of the unfortunate ones. But what happens to them? The rest of the year? Doesn't our consciences bother us for the other 11 months? Apparently not. 
army people. I guess the old fella is just in a philosophical mood this morning, considering the chaotic state of our world with both numerous man-made and natural disasters ripping through it like there was no tomorrow. And as I opened the good book just now, it opened up onto an interesting scripture or a bit that says, and he, that's Jesus, spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, that's not to lose heart. And I guess that's exactly what we are called upon to do right now in these turbulent and calamitous times. That's pray and not lose heart. Don't be discouraged. Hold on steadily and strongly to our faith in Christ Jesus because that's the only thing that will get us safely and securely through these raging storms of life. Yes, friends, without strong and sincere faith in Christ, we'll be lost. We'll be tossed to and fro in the stormy sea of life and eventually sink to the bottom in desperate agony. For there's no help to be had except in the company of Jesus. And he said it as simply and plainly as possible. He that believeth in me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejected me and receiveth not my words, hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself or on my own authority, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so speak I. And all of that comes from John 12, 44 to 50. You see, my fellow saints, Jesus wasn't even acting on his own authority, but on the fathers who gave him a commandment, a job to do, which he did with obedience and excellence, although it was a very tough and rough road to hoe. And the author of Hebrews tells us of Jesus, who in the, day of, the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, Guess he's talking about the night before his crucifixion in the Garden of Gethsemane, and was heard in that he feared because of his godly fear. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things he suffered, and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. And that comes from Hebrews 5, 7 to 9. Oh, my people, you see that? Although Jesus was the Son of God, in his fleshly state, 
he still had to learn obedience and did so from the things he suffered. And the same thing goes for us. To be his follower, we need to, be, need to obey him, be obedient even to death if necessary. Thankfully though, he won't ask many of us to give up our lives for him, but theoretically we should be prepared to do so. Now, for those of us who are sincerely trying to be obedient to Christ's word, let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra and we spell declaring right there. Letting all and sundry know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. As one voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors, as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. And having made that proclamation with people, we must now go out and share the awesome love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Yes, that's what we're supposed to be doing. So let's get out there and do it now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the three basic actions of a believer should be obedience, obedience, and obedience. And we can't ever say how important it is to be obedient to the word of God, my people, because that's what gets us going where we need to go to eternal life with him through Jesus Christ. If you're not obedient, we're not going to get anywhere. If Jesus came to it and had to be, learn to be obedient through suffering, therefore so should we. So please, let's get it in our minds now and in our hearts that we need to be obedient. Above everything else, we need to be obedient to the word of God. And we pray that in Christ's strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.